We're going to um, go over a few of the laws of selecting on Shabbos. There is so... Uh, it's, it's the most intricate um, st- subject, and it's really this, a very thick safer that Befarkash spent, spent seven years putting together. Uh, but let's, let's go over the basic halachas, and hopefully a few practical laws as well. Two fundamental things. It says about the laws of selecting that it's similar to the Ayel Meshulash, the three-year-old uh, ram. That, that means that the word ram in Hebrew, Ayel, contains the acronym for the three fundamental laws of selecting. In order to be able to select on Shabbos in a way that's kosher, the first is you have to have Aleph. Aleph means you want to take out what's good out of what's bad. You're looking for the good part, not the bad part. Number two, the yud in ayel means if to, to do this with your hand. And number three is only okay if you're going to use it immediately. La'alter. Lamed stands for la'alter. Aleph is oichel, yud is yad, and lamed is la'alter. What is uh, ayel? Ayel? is a ram. No, 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 the A, the Aleph is what? Oichel. means food. But food doesn't necessarily... Food means what you want. Food means that you're... You're trying to get what you want. You're not trying to take out what you don't want. You're trying to get what you want. And the reason why it's, it's so complicated is because each of these things require lots and lots of definition. Um, one of the most famous halachas of selecting on Shabbos is in the Siddur of the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe says that if you have a fly that falls in your soup on Shabbos, there's an issue there. Because uh, probably you don't want to eat the fly. Even though the soup is technically still kosher. You know why the soup is kosher? Even if there's less than 60 times more soup than fly, it's still kosher. You know why? Anyone know why? What? E- even if there's less than... Even if there's less than 60 times uh, the in your soup than the fly, it's still considered kosher. Why is it kosher? It's kosher because a fly doesn't add a good taste to a soup. It has a terrible taste to a soup. And the halacha is that if you're able to remove the original substance, the non-kosher substance, which is a fly, and all that's left is the taste, so nois and tan gam, if it gives a taste which blemishes the dish, it's still kosher. That's what the prima godim writes, and therefore, you, even if um, it is less than six times more of soup than fly, it's still kosher. But you don't want to actually eat the fly. You want to get rid of the fly. So what do you do about that? Huh? Understand. You want to eat you the fly? Taste something that's not kosher, and you can taste it. Yeah. You know it doesn't taste good. Right. It's kosher. Right. Why should it be kosher if you can taste? So, so uh, the. It's not kosher. Great. So, so the Gemara derives from various psukim why neistam lefkam is mutter. Neistam lefkam, if it gives a bad taste, it's not considered a that what the Torah forbade. So, but the the fly itself is forbidden. Now, I eat the actual fly itself. That's forbidden. So, how do you get the fly out of your soup? So Al-Tarebbe says, don't do the, what others say is okay, like the Mishra says is okay, others say is okay. They, what they say is, is take, you know how to separate ba- go, uh, bad from good, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't take the fly out of the soup. What if they got the fly plus some of the soup? Mm-hmm. So you're not only taking out the fly, you're also taking out some of the soup. You're taking out bad and good from good. <laughs> So although ordinarily that's a, something which the Alter Rebbe agrees with, as the Semach explains, 
this general system of separating bad and good from good is something the Alter subscribes to, in this scenario, the Tzimach says there's an issue. The issue is, when you have that soup in your spoon with a fly, right? Not only is the, spot, the fly not something you're going to consume, chances are you're not going to want to eat the, eat the soup either. So that means that it's very clear what you're doing is separating good, I'm sorry, bad from good. Even the, the entire contents of that, of that spoon is not just bad and good, rather the recreative the, the categorizing it is as total bad. Even though there is soup that's good there, but it's, it's, it's together with a fly, it's not something you're going to eat, and it looks very clearly as separating not just bad from good, but bad only from good. Bad, it's not bad and good from good, it's bad only from good. In a way, it's Maris Ayin, but um, with the laws of Beirir, laws of separating, it's a little bit more tricky than that. Uh, that's another, another interesting thing is that, let's say you don't like the cream on your, on your cookies. You're, you're an anti-cream kind of guy. So for you, when you take the cream off your cookie, what are you doing? You're taking off bad from good. But let's say you're taking off the cream of your cookie for me, which I love the cream on the cookie. So what are you doing? So the Allah is, you don't have to let me take it off. You can take it off too. Since you're doing it for my sake. I don't know the general rule of lawyer. I'm lost because you're thinking bad from good, but good from bad. But for me, it doesn't make it so you can take bad from good. You can't take off bad from good. But since I like cream and he's doing it for my sake, it's considered like taking good from bad. Or, yeah, good from bad. I like the cream. The cream is the best part for me. So he's taking actually, he's not taking bad from good. He's taking good from Taking good from good is it's, it's kosher. So yeah. You can't, you can't separate the bad from the good. Okay. You could take separate good from good. You could separate also good and bad from good, from good and bad are also okay to separate from good. As long as it's not purely bad from good, it's okay. So the fly in the, in the spoon, because the other juice in the spoon is also bad. So right. It's, it's, there's no good and bad. Right. And the truth is, even if it wouldn't be as, wor- as bad as that situation, where it's obvious that the soup in there is, isn't, isn't good anymore, even if it would be, let's say, you want to take off, Alter gives an example of taking off a fat out of a gravy. You want the fat off out of the gravy. So the Alter says, if you take out the fat from the gravy, even, even with a little bit of gravy, it's also not a good idea. Because, again, it's obvious that what you're doing is you're separating bad from good, although there is still a little bit of gravy there, and the gravy is okay, you want the gravy, but still it's, it, it becomes obvious. And therefore, since, so, it, so it, what's, what's an interesting, what makes it complicated is, is, is that, is that the, the quantum physics of halacha come to play over here. It, does it look like good? Does it look like bad? In your opinion, in the other person's opinion? So, so, so let's say, for example, you have a cookie, and the cookie has a burnt part in the cookie. You want to take off the burnt part of the cookie. So taking off just the burnt part of the cookie, it's taking off bad from good. What could you do? Take off the burnt part of the cookie plus a little bit of the good part of the cookie. That would be okay. Because that's not just bad from good. What are you doing? It's bad and good from good. But it has to be a noticeable amount of cookie that you're removing. And it can't just be a tiny bit of the cookie. It has to be something... Because in a regular situation, you also would have to take off a little bit of cookie probably. I mean, with, with burnt part of cookie and regular part of cookie... The good part of cookie is good, even though it's neighbors. You know, some of my children, when they were younger, you know, they decide if it's burnt, like the whole thing is treif, you know. But really, uh, looking at this a little more, more intellectually, bad part of cookie, burnt part of cookie, rather, and regular part of cookie, 
aren't really affecting each other. Just because one part is burnt, the part that's immediately touching the burnt part of the cookie is totally fine. So I don't have to take off from from my perspective of my of my my palate that I want to get rid of the burnt part of the cookie. I don't have to take off any of the regular part of the cookie. But chances are is that I'm not going to be so precise, and therefore I take off a little bit so it's noticeable and not just taking off the bad part. Which, by the way, it's only if you don't have someone like me there. If you ask me, I would eat the burnt part of the cookie. I don't mind burnt. Just give me the burnt part of the cookie. No problem. Okay, so then that's, it goes back to bad from bad is bad, bad and good. It's, it's not for you. It's taking good from good. So for you, it's good from good. Right. Right. So right. Then, but that's that's only with regard to your perception, the audience. But the person actually who is going to eat this cookie is, is taking bad from good. So even though it's that's true, since he's doing it for my sake. It's, he's taking off the bad part of the cookie for my sake. He wants to give me the bad part of the cookie. He wants to give you the bad part of the cookie. So even though for him it's the bad part of the cookie, since for me it's a good part of the cookie too, the, the burnt part is also the good part for me, therefore it's okay. No, as I said before, since he's doing it for my sake, oh. he's allowed to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're, allowed to, you're allowed to take off the burnt part of the cookie and give it to someone who likes the burn part. Right, right. Even if somebody is watching with things, he's, he's doing more error. No, but you see, I'm eating it right away. Give it to me to eat right away. I'm eating it right away. You're giving, you're taking it off. You're taking it off. And you're giving me the burn part of cooking. I'm eating it right away. So it's it's the altar. It's 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 good from it's good from bad or good from good, and it's it's eaten right away. Okay. You know, I learned when I learned about about um, borer, I learned like ochel and bussos or something like that. Yes, ochel yeah. bussos. There's, there's a, what you want to eat. What you want and what you don't want. And what you don't want to eat. Like if you have uh, you know, nuts mixed with shells. You don't want the shells. Okay. You want the nuts. I want, I, want, I want to actually mention nuts and the shells also. Oh, okay. the, second, the second thing which is very famous, second halacha, is about nuts and shells. The Altar famously says not to eat walnuts on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. Now what does Chabad have against walnuts? Why is, you know, everyone knows Chabad is it against walnuts. Why, why, why doesn't Chabad get along with walnuts? People think the reason is because you have to take the shell off the, off the nut. That's not the problem. You're, you're, not, you're allowed to take the shell off the nut. You're allowed to break the shell off the nut. That's not the problem. It very, it's not people think, oh, you're taking the shell off the nut. That's bad from good. No, that's not a problem. Why is it not a problem? Because just like you're allowed to take off a banana peel, off a banana, why? Even though you're taking off bad from good, it's still perfectly okay. Why is it perfectly okay? Because halacha says, when you are in the process of eating, if there's no other way for you to get to the banana without taking off the, the peel, that's not called separating, that's called eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, it's, if, if you're actually eating, you're not separating, there's no issue. So in a similar way, taking off the shell off the walnut, there's no problem. Taking off the pistachios out of the nut, there's no problem. But the alternative is not to eat them anyways, not to eat walnuts or other nuts on Shabbos. Why not? Because although there's no issue with removing the walnuts, the shell from the nuts, there's another issue. What's the issue? The issue is you're gonna take a, you're gonna open up a bunch of walnuts. And you're gonna have a bunch of nuts on the table. And let's say there'd be a piece of walnuts that's on top of your nice pile of nuts. And you're going to take off that piece of piece of walnut shell. Off that you have a piece of walnut shell on top of the nuts. You're not gonna eat any shell. You're not gonna eat any shell. So you take there's a piece of shell on the walnuts, on the walnuts. So because it's likely that there will be that, 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 it's very difficult to be careful about all this. So the issue isn't opening the walnut. The issue is to be a piece of walnut shell on the walnuts. And when you take out that shell, that's a biblical prohibition. It's chayev skila, it's chayev chatas. 
It's big. It's 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 a biblical prohibition. Think of just think of a little. It's sorry. That's what I'm saying. To take off the shell from the walnut, that's not a prohibition. That's the way you eat. But let's say you took you open a bunch of shells and you have a bunch of nuts on the table, mm-hmm. and in your pile of of nuts you have a piece of shell. So now you're going to take off that shell off the nuts. That's a biblical prohibition. So. Using this logic that we've just learned, let's, let's do something which is very practical, which happens all the time, and something that uh, all of us here need to contend with at one point or another. Everyone lift up your heads, don't worry, I know it's late at night, we're almost finished. There's only two more minutes, this is a very important point. You have a lot of clothing mixed together, and you need to have a specific garment. So item number one is, if you have, let's say, black socks and blue socks, and you are the guy with the blue suit. You know who I'm talking about. You're the guy with the nice blue suit. And everyone wear blue socks with your blue suit. So if you are feeling around in your drawer for the blue sock, and you're lifting the black socks off the blue socks, but it's staying in the drawer, that is okay. As long as you put it on t- right now. You can't take off, take, out, take off the black socks from the blue sock and then take the blue sock up. I'll put it on my bed so I'll have it for tomorrow. Which is not a good system anyway, it's going to fall off your bed, you have to find it. But you can't do that because uh, it's not for immediate usage. However, if you take, you're allowed to feel in your drawer, find the blue sock, take off the black socks from it, because all that, sep- it's not really separating. It, you're still keeping them all together in, in the pile, you understand? This is all still in the pile, still in the shelf. It's not considered separating. You follow so far? Yes? So if you're separating, if, you're, if not really separating, if it's just happening within the drawer, Halacha number one, I want to teach you tonight, I'm doing three halachas. Halacha number one is, that's okay. You're allowed to take out the blue sock from the black socks, move the black socks off the blue sock in the drawer, and take the blue sock out. That's fine, as long as you're using the blue socks right away. Number two, um, let's say you want to take out all of the socks from the closet, or not socks from your closet, you want to take out all the shirts from the closet in order to find the one that you want. So it depends. If you're taking stuff out of a closet or out of a drawer and all the items of clothing are mixed with each other, not just they're on top of each other, but they're mixed with each other, then the best thing is not to take out the garments that you do not need. Take only the thing that you want and take it out immediately. Um, there's, a, there's another option, which is just throw everything all over the floor and separate them and shiha. Then, it's not, then, it, then there's no longer a mixture. But if you want to just take out one item, you could take out one item. You can't take off the items that you don't need if there's a mixture. However, if you're able, if you're not able to find the, art, the, art, the item that you need without moving the other clothing on top of it, it appears, says Rabbi Farkash, that it's okay. But the best thing is put them back in. In other words, don't benefit from the fact that you have now um, separated some garments from each other you have a bunch of, of shirts and pants and socks all mixed together in one, in, one, in one drawer. You take them all out in this big pile. You put them on top of your, your kitchen table to try to find, find, find your, your blue socks. You have to take off some black socks off these blue socks in order to find the blue socks. So the best thing is just take the blue socks. But if you have to take off the black socks, the Rebbe says, put them back in after you finish. He says you're allowed to. He says you're allowed to if you don't have a choice. But put them back in. However, that's all if they are mixed together. What if you're in a big shul and there's 20 coats on top of your coats? 
And so if you have no interest at all in the top coats, and your whole interest is just to get to the bottom coat, they're placed on top of each other. That's not a mixture. They're not mixed together. There's there or a bunch of shirts, let's say. They're in they're in your the last alakha you You have a bunch of shirts put together on top of each other in your drawer. A bunch of shirts fold on top of each other. You don't want the top shirt. You only want to get the bottom shirt. That there's no prohibition whatsoever about. However, because you're not interested in the top, you're just trying to get, it's like you're killing the banana. You're just trying to get to the shirt you, that you want. It's just in your way. You're not trying to separate. So he says you don't have to do that. And you'll have to take off the, you'll have to take off the top ones you don't want. At all. Since you don't want them at all, take them off and then take the one you want. But still, there are those who say it's better to put the garments that you don't want back in, again into the, into, the, into the shelf or back into the closet. But if you want, here's the last thing, sorry, one last thing. If you want two items of clothing, you want the sock and you want, you, let's say you want a scarf and you want your, 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 your um, coat and there's a pile of clothing. So if you want to take off the scarf to get to your coat, right? You want to take off the scarf to get to your coat. You don't want to, you want to use the scarf eventually. But right now you're just interested in putting your coat on first. This last thing. What do you do? Okay, see you later. If you want to take off the, the, the scarf in order to get to your coat, ask your question, go ahead. No, the question is about the, nuts, the, the shelves, the nooks on, how do you deal with the shelves on the table? That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the it's an issue, you're right, there, there's an issue of absolutely. Okay. Is that on your coat, you could put it on like a, put it in a plate, and then to make, be able to move it, you could put like a utensil in the plate, a fork or a knife or something in the plate, and you can move the, the whole thing. On your coat, you could do it. I know about shelves. So, getting back to our scarves and our, and, our, and, our, and our coats for a second, if you're allowed, if you also want the scarf, not just your coat, you also want the thing you took off, you're only allowed to take it off in, on the condition that you use it, you, you do you all three conditions. You use your hands, you use it immediately, and not to use it later. So you have to take the scarf, I guess, and put it right on you immediately, um, and not to wait till you get your coat. Uh, because... Oh, yeah, the three conditions are taking the good from the bad, yeah. and with, with not with a special utensil, only with your hands, right. and number three, to use it immediately. So since you also want the scarf, so the scarf is go, sort of for you like the, 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 it's not the desirable thing right now, it's desirable for you later because you want to put the coat on first, so how can you pick the scarf up? The scarf for you is now not considered the oichel, not considered the food, considered the psalos, the garbage. So the reason why it's a mutter, the reason why it's permissible is because you have to you have to actually use the scarf right away and not just take the scarf off of your, if you have a bunch of coats on top of your coat, those you can take off. But the scarf that you want to wear eventually with your coat, that you should put on right away. You shouldn't just separate. Uh, so, so uh, Boyer, the three qualifications that make it not kosher on Shabbos? Make it kosher. That make it kosher on Shabbos? Is taking the good out of the bad oh. and not using a special utensil. We couldn't take the good out of bad. We could only take the Good, you could take good out of bad and good out of good. Okay, I'll tell you, the good out of good is not really a, a thing because which one do you want? Whatever you want, you want right now. That's thing. That, that's good out of bad. If you if 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 good out of out of bad is not really good out of good is not really a thing. Um, what we said before about was was you allowed to take good and bad out of good. 
If you want to have to take out bad out of good, a way to fix it is take bad and good out of... Ah, you can take good out of bad. You can't take bad out of good. Right. So I didn't conclude the last thing about the fly. What should you do for the garden of the fly? The Altarebbe says, take the fly and spill the soup out so that way... Um, the the uh, the halacha is that what you're holding in your hand is considered the item that is being removed. So if you spill the soup and you spill the fly out of the soup, you're actually taking the soup out, out of the fly, taking the good out of the bad. That's one way of understanding the Al-Tarab. That's a simple way of understanding it. You're taking the good out of the bad. What you have in your hand is the good, and you've taken the it out of the fly because you spilled the fly out of the soup. Um, okay, so yeah, so the three conditions are again good out of bad with your hand and to use for immediate usage. So when you have that scarf, which you want to use it later as an issue, instead you should use that scarf right away, put it on, and then put your coat on after, uh, afterwards. Okay, to be continued. Didn't you say, though, that if you, uh, if you take the sock, uh, if, you, if you're if you separating, or you're kind of like taking other socks off the sock that you're looking for in your dresser, uh, it's okay to do that provided it goes back in your dresser and uh, you don't use the sock immediately. No, you have to use the sock immediately. You have to. Okay, right. Because okay. that was the law, yeah. Number one is, number one is you, you let them move the socks you don't want, or not remove them, but push them away in the drawer because you're not really separating them. for the future. What? Otherwise, you're doing work for the future. Right, right. That's what you used to that use. Would, right. That would not be kosher. Right, right. Except when it comes to cleaning the table after a meal. Right? 